Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. Mind your business with the breakfast huddle only on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's The Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang. It's time now for Mind Your Business. As the Singapore government acts on the Healthier SG strategy, self-management of health is ever more accessible if you think about it. Consumers are discerning, uh, informed, and then they're moving toward preventive health and self-care even more than ever before. So Philips Healthy Living in Asia survey has uncovered similar attitudes towards healthy living in the wake of the COVID-19 pandemic. And it shows that the rapid growth of this relatively new customer category spanning people in good health and people with pre-existing conditions who are increasingly comfortable monitoring and tracking your own health data in an effort to live healthier. Say, if you're a person who has high blood pressure, you must be quite comfortable at constantly checking your blood pressure, right, to make sure it maintains healthy levels. So what does this mean in terms of the personal health space moving forward? We're going to find out more from Muakir, who is business leader, personal health, Philips ASEAN Pacific. Hi, good morning. How are you? Hey, good morning. How are you? Very good, sir. Thank you so much for helping me out with this. Uh, first of all, no uh, Philips, a company that we're all familiar with, but over the past decade has transformed into a focused leader in health technology. Tell us a bit about the evolution of the company here as far as this sector is concerned. Yeah, sure. So look, um, over time, we've seen a huge uh, change in the consumerization of healthcare. So that has happened and we're trying to make healthcare a bit more accessible to our everyday consumers. And our background is very much uh, through the healthcare space. And uh, now with our consumer products, we're trying to bring a higher level of accessibility. So that's a big part of our strategic direction. Mm, What would you say is the main business segment then? So we have a number of business segments, but we have a health system segment and we also have the personal health business. Okay. All right. So touching on, you know, post-COVID-19, from your observation, what kind of impact have you seen post-COVID-19 impact on healthcare, especially here in Asia? Definitely. So look, we're seeing uh, the health systems uh, come under more and more strain. And this has been accelerated by COVID, right? So we're seeing... You know, just on the, the findings with regards to the increase in chronic diseases right across the world, and in particular in the South Asian region. You know, the World Economic Forum has taught us that 55% of deaths right across Southeast Asia are caused by chronic diseases. So uh, it's really important that, you know, consumers are being able to access or have higher access to their health. We're seeing an increase in the demand from consumers wanting to use personal tech devices to allow this. Uh, which will also help take uh, some of the strain off the, the health systems. Mm. You know, I love a good survey. <laughs> That's my jam, you know. So yeah. you guys have done this Philips Healthy Living in Asia survey. I got to yeah. know more about this. Tell me more. Yeah, indeed. Look, we did the survey back in May this year, and this was across 4,000 people across a number of different countries uh, in the Asia Pacific. So it was uh, Singapore, Indonesia, Thailand, and South Korea. And the whole purpose of the survey was to really try and identify some of the consumer attitudes towards uh, healthy living and their health habits, as well as their view on health technology. And uh, from the survey, we actually got some really encouraging findings. So you talk about people wanting to know more, but we find out that over 94% of these respondents in Asia recognize the importance of preventative health. Whilst a large majority of them recognize the need for preventative health, uh, what was slightly concerning is there is a wellness gap. And what we mean by that is over half of those people uh, realize that they could be doing more. And we see that 
Uh, one of the main barriers for allowing them to do this is the everyday grind, right? So the mm-hmm. daily work grind, the daily commitment. So, um, But there was a huge increase of them wanting to do more. Wow, I like that. And I want to touch on that one. You talk about this wellness gap and people realizing they need to do more. And just based on yeah. the countries that you talked about, I can't remember every single one of them. I know you mentioned Singapore, yeah. Malaysia, there's Thailand yeah. as well. Yes. I mean, which uh, nationality are the ones who feel that they want to do more? Yeah, look, surprisingly, they were all very similar. Um, oh. But what we saw, yeah, all, all very similar. But what we saw, like, so, for example, in Singapore, we found that they're very optimistic about using personal health technology. So they're really keen to get these devices to not only monitor the health, but they have a high level of interest to do more and to take a much more, or a larger approach in preventive health. So, for example, in Singapore, we find out that 59% are more likely to take action and make adjustments to care of their everyday needs. Uh, we also found out that over a third would act on the health data from personal devices if they were prompted by a device. Okay. So they're actually looking to get the data and be able to make decisions and actions to really take on themselves. So then it's not so much, and sorry, I'm just thinking that because you would tend to think that Singapore is sort of a smart nation, has more access to technology, and it would be yep. the people here who would be more inclined to use it versus, you know, say, for example, Thailand that doesn't have as much access. But it sounds yeah. like the knowledge is quite spread across that people are aware that such things exist. No, so they are much more aware. So what okay. we're finding is percentage already taking small steps. So right across the countries we mentioned, and particularly in Singapore, that over 43% of these people already have some kind of smart device. Mm. And when I talk about that wellness gap, so when I said around about 45% across the four countries measured, feel that they can do more with their data. Mm. In Singapore alone, that actually jumps to 55%. So wow. there's a real, there's a larger need for Singaporean consumers that want to do more with that data. Any, any other notable consumer trends that you've observed in Asia? Any new ones, perhaps? Yeah, so look, I think the main trend is about just wanting a higher level of access. There's obviously a bigger concern. We're seeing that people are reading more about health and disease prevention. So in the survey, we saw that over 45% are taking it a bit more serious and wanting to know more. So they're, they're actually reading on it. We're also seeing people starting to prioritize health over work. And I think we can all relate to that, particularly <laughs> yeah. during the, the COVID pandemic. But we're seeing uh, 40% of those uh, that we spoke to are actively taking it a bit more or playing more importance on their health over work. And around about 37% of the people we spoke to are looking at or watching what they put in their mouth, right, in terms of mm. their diet. So yeah. they're really looking to, to, to eat more healthily. Mm, for sure, for sure. I've noticed that as well. Uh, and that kind of leads us to this whole preventable health space, right? What can you tell us about the impact of uh, preventable disease? Yeah, so look, with the uh, health systems coming under more and more strain, which we all know has been accelerated over the last couple of years with COVID, the value of self-care and proactive approaches undertaken by people to better manage their health and well-being, and this helps prevent future illnesses, is so much more important today than it ever has been, right? So we're seeing how personal health technologies and companies bringing these kind of solutions to the market can play a role in helping take strain away from the health systems, but also helping consumers in bridging that gap between wanting to do more and actually taking the steps to do more. Mm. And I'm thinking, you know, on a very consumer level, right, if people buying new houses, you tend to put together your own first aid kit. That obviously starts to change things like maybe a portable blood pressure measuring device, for example. We could see this trend continue to grow. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you just look at Philips, you know, with our innovation, particularly on the consumer portfolio, everything that we do, you know, we're constantly innovating to try and address some of the concerns in the space to allow people 
to you know get a high level of comfort in terms of whatever they're doing in their daily uh, routine, whether they're looking after the, you know their oral health care, whether they're looking after their skin care or grooming care. Uh, we're bringing in AI technology to help them to really get an understanding of, of what they're doing in their routine, but also to help them enhance and optimize that routine. Mm. And there is also, uh, within our key products in our portfolio, it gives them the ability to use some of that data, and if they wanted to share that data with their respected uh, healthcare professionals as well, to help them improve their routine going forward. Mm. I wonder, though, I mean, the correlation between this and, uh, you know, the, the healthcare technology, especially with what Philips provides, and mm. you have these, like, doctors on the go type of apps and not to say you diagnose yourself but yep. could it start working hand in hand yes absolutely but we see things like telehealth you know where mm. consumers or patients uh you know having the ability to in the comfort of their own home and being able to talk to their doctor and and have a checkup or you know a, a general discussion with their doctor to ensure that everything is okay we see this trend becoming more and more not only to reduce the trend but also making it so much more accessible to consumers and patients which uh, at times really struggle to get to the, the healthcare professional yeah. it's part of the future and it is going to become bigger and bigger for sure i mean how else do you see the personal health technology space evolving in the future yeah, so look, I think we're in a, a day and age where a technology is becoming rapid and changing. And we're also, you know, in the day where consumers are becoming more demanding uh, or, and patients are becoming more demanding. So I, I see the need, and we're already starting to see it, but a higher level of consumer personalization and convenience coming through, as well as making uh, healthcare more accessible. It's about making data more personalized, but also bringing a higher level of convenience to uh, both our, our consumers and patients. You know, on the back of such a survey, obviously, uh, the larger goal in mind is for Philips to sort of keep up with this demand and changes. Uh, What can you tell us about how Philips is going to act on this survey? Yeah, so look, this kind of information is really important for us. What we do is we partner our uh, clinical knowledge and consumer insights. So for us, it's about really understanding what's happening out there in the market, but it's about taking the consumer insights and the um, the clinical knowledge and then using that to bring innovation to the market. You know, how can we improve the experiences yeah. of our consumers, our patients? How can we reduce the strain of our healthcare professionals but make the whole experience so much more improved to remove that strain in the health system? Fantastic. Been speaking with Murake, who is business leader, personal health, Philips for ASEAN Pacific. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Take care. Have a great day ahead. Yeah. My pleasure. You too. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.